So the further out from competition you are, um, the more um, non-specific training you'll do. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, the powerlifting is like the squat, the bench press, and the deadlift. Mm-hmm. Um, so non-specific training will just be like different variants of those lifts. Like yeah. I'll do like a like a high bar squat and like a front squat and um, yeah, a conventional deadlift instead of sumo deadlift. Hey guys, welcome back to Adventure Radio. Today, what we have for you is um, not a show that I would have imagined we would have released uh, initially. So, it's a show with my great friend, uh, Alex Deacon, who's a friend of Tommy's now. Alex, um, for a little bit of backstory, is uh, at the powerlifting gym that I've been training at the last... 18 months, I walked through the door, and he was the head coach there and trainer, and he's quite an elite athlete himself. He holds world records in some weight categories. Um, yeah, I walked in, and I was like, yeah, well, this guy's going to be gonna be my good mate, one of my one of my best buddies down here. Uh, we just get along really well. He's just a, a super interesting dude and just a, just, a, just a good guy, just a fun dude. So... We thought we'd get Deeks on the show and talk about powerlifting and nutrition and, you know, Deeks parties a bit, so, you know, the mixture of how to do both of those things and, and do them well or what have you. Um, and I was really looking forward to it. Hamish, who is one of our number one fan listeners um, and a great buddy of mine too, same level as Deeks, you know, my other probably best buddy down at, down at PTC where I train. Um, uh, so Hamish jumped on as well, but what happened was... Um, as soon as we started recording, Deeks had mm, probably like a minor panic attack and couldn't go through with it, um, couldn't go through with the, with the show. So um, what actually happened was the audio is not that great on the first 10 minutes of this show because it was recorded from an iPhone. Um, it was recorded from an iPhone and... Yeah, and then we went to um, an interview that Tommy did with Deeks after the fact months later. So first part of the show was just us sitting there and um, and Deeks obviously um, having the, the, the panic attack and us deciding to sit around as mates and just talk about it. Um, so speaking of Deeks, we've decided to actually air this. And um, well, Tommy did, did all this actually. Tommy spoke to Deeks. And yeah, so it's an interesting chat, but just between a few blokes talking, talking real stuff. Um, and then it goes in, the show will go into Tommy doing a sit down interview with Deeks um, a few months later while I was away. So anyway, I hope you enjoy the show, guys. Uh, it's a really, a really interesting one. Um, before you get into it, this show is brought to you by True Protein. Head to trueprotein.com.au and you can get 10% off any of their range. So they've got the best supplement range in Australia. Um, True Protein, 100%. They are the best brand supported by the best athletes um, in Australia for, for supplements, anything that you need. So recovery supplements, weight gain supplements, um, amino acids, mass gainers. Oh, I think I just said that. Um creatines, uh, superfood powders, so on and so forth. They are the best. You can get 10% off by using the code ADVF. Also, guys, we are brought to you by AdventureFit Travel. Head to www.adventurefittravel.com to see what we've got coming up. 
next year, what we'll have for you is we'll have, well, this year and next, we'll have um, Iceland in November, Mexico in Feb. We've got Everest Base Camp coming up in April. May, we have Thailand. July, we have Bali and the Gili Islands. Um, August, again, will be Vietnam. And then we'll go back into Iceland in November. So um, we'll actually have a few private trips and a few trips for our alumni only. We do pro- um, we do individual um, unique trips for our alumni only. But, uh, yeah, so we are an awesome company. Everyone that travels with us has an amazing time. Um, Kelly Kuster is over in the U.S. right uh, – over in Vietnam right now. Kelly's from the U.S. And he's just done his fifth trip with us. So he's over in Vietnam. He swears black and blue that he'll be doing his sixth in Argentina, which is one of our alumni trips over New Year's. Um, and, you know, Kelly's probably invested, well, $40,000 into, uh, into, you know, into, and that's not the ticketed price of our trips, but that's probably what the investment all up has cost him um, over the last three and a half years. Um, so that goes without saying. Kelly's not the only guy that's done five trips with us. Craig McCartney has also. Um, and I think that's pretty well enough said. Um, everything that we do is amazing. You guys would absolutely love it. If you want to get 10% off, you can do so by using the code radio at www.adventurefittravel.com. Anyway, here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it! Yo! Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone in the universe? What is the future of the human race? I'm with you if you want to live. I did. Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. All right, here we go. We see Alex molesting a barbell. He loves it so on the low, I think he's got an obsession. A rig like Thor. Yeah, this dude is ripped to shreds. And my friend, I want to know how many live goats do you eat a day? Cause you're so strong and I wanna be like you. And Bill's the same, he's fucked the words up for me. Hey, we'll start again. Oh, where the fuck did you get me to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we? Yeah, keep yeah. Going, keep going. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you're so strong and I want to be like you. And Bill's the same. He's told me he has a wank or two. Don't get me wrong. It's never been in a sexual way. There's only one thing to say. And that is, Alex, my friend, you've got a fucking nice rig. Bill likes it too. It's something that we both dig. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Let's uh, let's let's move over to Dex now. Sit back for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you want to talk a bit of training and and, and, uh, and stuff, obviously, Dex. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and your training and what you're up to and stuff like that? Um, well, sorry, tough start. Go. I'm currently training for the GPC Nationals yeah. in June, so. Um, <laughs> Just give me a second. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's alright. What's going on? He's getting nervous. Yeah, I just had like, I just had like fucking mad anxiety. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that. So. Yeah. Um, hey, no worries. What should we do? Should we just, uh, We'll just chill out. Yeah, you can chill for a minute. Yeah, we've got plenty of yeah. time, so we can, yeah. do, we can just do technical difficulties. Yeah, sorry, man. I just like... I've been like fucking just like fighting like a panic attack. Oh, really? Like, yeah, man. I'm oh, just like... Bro, we don't have to report. Yeah, I was like really just like... Yeah. Oh, bro, you should have told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Should have told me. We don't. We don't want to have any stress. Nah. There's no stress nah, to be attached sure, to this. Man. Shit. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And you know, like, I mean, we've all been through it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was sort of exactly like thinking like, I could dude. like get through it, and then we could like talk about yeah. that stuff. But yeah. like, fuck, man. I'm just like. Yeah. yeah. Let's just chill. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Sweet. Oh, yeah. what a bummer, man. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's actually good because it'll it'll like hopefully if we can do it next time we just like we'll make sure that we don't ruin the trip like that. <laughs> oh man, that's classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's been yeah. going on, Dex? You still getting your talent? Yeah, I don't know. Just like, just had like a lot like going on, just like with just like personal life and stuff. Like it's all like good, yeah. but it's just like so much like change. And I've like never had to be like so like independent before. So it's yeah. just like, oh, actually, yeah. Time, actually. Yeah, that's just like a small part of it. But like, yeah, yeah it's just. I don't know. I've always just been able to like hide behind some things but yeah. now it's just like like I'm being me and so like the idea of like coming on to like something like this and like talking like as me I just like yeah like yeah, I know you'd like talk about it like like yeah know, like, like like Texas oh I've had yeah they're shocked I like do, don't want to make this about me at all but like if it helps at all like I mean Panic mate I've you can't, you can't, um, you just can't talk. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally what yeah. happens, you know. I remember I had one in front of 35 people when I was giving a debrief at um, CrossFit Richmond. And it was so embarrassing because I was yeah. just like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know, all the thoughts, all the thoughts you tell yourself and all the shit that's going on, you feel like you're fucking dying, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird at the same time because then you talk to other people and they're like, oh, man, you just had too many coffees. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was dying inside. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's a funny one, yeah. Especially, yeah, I noticed it more and more, stuff. like, when the volatility of life happens. Because you, you don't you don't have any, like, oh, sweet, I've just got to have to place in the moment. You know? yeah, yeah, it just yeah. feeds into other shit as well, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, um, I've told you about this, this one, Tommy. Uh, this was not, um, I don't know if I've told you about this, maybe I have. When I was, um, <clears throat> when I was with Jillston, I was really struggling. I had, um, I had this day where I was just looking at Instagram. I came home, I was tired as fuck. I was just looking at Instagram for like two hours on this couch we're house, uh, house we're house sitting. And Jill was out having drinks and like, like was brunch with her mates. And I was like, she was supposed to come home at five. And we were supposed to have an adventure party, birthday party that night. Mm. And um, I think we spoke about this. Have we spoken about this? On the podcast? podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, uh, and I was like, Jill was due home and I'm like, she was late though. And I was like, oh, don't want to come back with anybody. Like, I was just doing yeah. shit. I don't want to come back with anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody right now. I'm just stressing out. And then I heard her at the door, the gate open. It was her and Connie. And like, Jill's up and about. Like, she's up 
for that person. And Connie and her, like, they were just laughing and carrying on, having a great time. Mm. And I fucking jumped to my feet, grabbed my shit that I had next to me, went to grab my bag on the way. This is so they didn't know that I was there. Yeah. Went to grab my bag on the way, missed my bag, but just sprinted up. The, like, I had no control over this. I sprinted up the yeah. stairs and locked myself in this room. She was like, well, well, you're here, like, yelling out. I was up in the bedroom, just, like, fucking, like, trying not to fucking breathe out so they wouldn't know that I was here. And then, yeah, it was like, I've only had two panics, actually. I had mm. one phrase, phrase wedding, but... No, that one is it's, it's funny because you just you're like how come I can't control my body yeah, right yeah. Like, I have no control over anything mm. it's weird yeah yeah I've had like one full blown one where because I, I just like didn't know what was going on yeah and then yeah I've had like plenty of times just like that where it's just like like that and I'm like just like I have to stop yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Sure. you can't you just can't go on yeah. like um have you read Ten Percent Happier by Dan Harris? I've got it. Yeah, I haven't read it. Have you, have you seen it? <laughs> Mate, like, have you, look at this. Have you got you got the issue with this, don't you? What is it? YouTube. Do you, have you seen the Panic Attack that he had online? I've watched it. I watched it before. I, I started reading. Yeah. So I watched it before. Yeah. I just thought it was um, like it's the best thing that ever happened to him having that Panic Attack online. Eh? It was just like he had to unravel some things in his life and shit, you know, like you know. But ultimately, man, Panic Attacks like any sense you know like your body's just shutting down because it's thinks that you're in massive danger it's yeah. yeah my biggest panic attack was when I was fucking um, at Frey's wedding my best mate's wedding and on the pool party day the day after the wedding I locked myself in the in the, um, in the, in the, the room and I was like not, nah. not coming out of the so weird yeah, yeah, yeah. One, have you ever had one Henry? I've had like like I've found that meditation has helped me heaps in my because I I get really stressed out in my job. Yeah. Like, it's very stressful. And I've had some pretty, like, close calls where yeah. I've just been like, oh, fuck. Like, like, to the point where I'm like, I've got to do something. Yeah. And I've just been like, do what? I'm going to fucking stop what I'm doing. Take 10 minutes and, you know, and sit in the car yeah. and just meditate. And, like, that is, like, that is, like, chat. Like, I was, I called everyone and been like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What am I going to do? What yeah. Am I, like, and I'm just like, what am I doing? So yeah. Just going to sit in the fucking car just chill out for me like yeah it's some real like points where like I'd like to like cut his tops of his fingers off at work oh, yeah. under like you know him working under me I'm like you know stressed out I'm yeah. there I'm not even at the fucking job and I'm like fuck what am I supposed to do like what's going to happen just, so just with his other ones off yeah, yeah. yeah. that was like a symmetry yeah not <laughs> anyway mate yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Tim. Uh, yeah. No, not to that like same extent. Like to like, uh, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I really like talking. Think, no. Yeah, that's Enjoy. definitely my biggest fear: being like put like on the spot, mm. and then yeah, I don't know. yeah. it's like yeah. like public speaking and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And even I'm just like, great. and even just like someone. Asking me a question and I know that I'm like like being videoed and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I find it very hard to like switch off that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm the same to a degree. I was for sure. I was definitely at the start and I was like, when we turned the mics on, I'm like, we were just freaking out. And I'm still, I'm still pretty shit in front of video, but I'm a lot more comfortable now. This is alright because it's a conversation. If I'm like front of camera stuff, I freak out. If I'm and like, you're like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always like looking away and. Yeah, it's yeah. just a weird concept. Yeah. The first, Some people, um, you're normal. You're always, you're pretty normal. 
Have you found that you're getting more hits from YouTube, or is it like, is it like, no. do you find that just like some of them? You could it's just another media stream. Yeah, yeah, like we don't really. It's more the audio. Yeah, yeah, no, we just. I mean, I haven't had time to try and hack our YouTube. I don't know how to, but I will. We've got a chick start on our social oh. media next week. Yeah, um, but we're just like, we're just building. Like, eventually it's not going anywhere. We're going to have a thousand cool videos in three years' time. Yeah. Like a bunch of people watching it. Yeah. It's cool. We haven't really... I'm more, this I'm more wondering if it's like... If you just do... If you do like, it, it, has it has it changed much from, like, just doing podcasts? Like, is it... Adding the audio, adding the video? Yeah. Um, have have, have way you guys found it better, or is it like... Oh, I don't find it any different, really. We don't, I don't feel like we've been any different. No. We just turn them on and... I'd be lucky, there. though. I've, I've never had an issue with... It's never changed... Do you mean, like, has it changed Is it changed the dynamic? Yeah. Has it changed the way you guys, like, what, what you talk about it or how you act? Or just like the way we see it. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're never naked anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's pretty... I've got to... Um, I've got to... On Sunday, I've got a key to get in here. Because I'm going to work and like a lot of it's like I'm Bill Kerr if I can this is how we're going to do like get some stuff for like some courses we're doing for like heart, hardships and shit like that and um, I've got a I hate that shit mm. that makes me real like, real uncomfortable like the stuff you do all that like yeah. face camera like talking yeah your feelings or whatever like that shit could not make me more uncomfortable but the, the reason I do it like partly is because it's so therapeutic for me like yeah. honestly man like you know, you saying even just the word panic attack is like super therapeutic for me, you know, because like, I mean, I'm out of it now, but I was there wholeheartedly, you know, yeah. you listen to me say that shit, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's... Chris, listen to oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you've never heard me say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like, explained oh, yeah. it to I've him, man, dude. I've heard how you're talking about that. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah, no, but like, it's just so, um, because, you know, I, I value it so much, so it's, it's very, um, you know, there's an element of like, um, self-indulgence with it, you know, it's not just like, oh, I'm Tom, like, I'm really comfortable doing this, it's like, I'm Tom, like, I fucking need it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's great. Yeah. The more, the more I can just say words like anxiety, OCD, panic attack, shit like that, the more I can just get used to them. And yeah, normalizing. Yeah, okay. yeah, so yeah, just always normalizing, you know. And like, yeah. you know that. I mean, I remember I had this conversation with a mate of mine, Dave, <clears throat> and we were all <clears throat> we were all um, just sitting at my mate's um, barbecue. There was like twenty of us, just all lads, um, and you hear conversations like, "What do you know, fuck, man, she's real like you know, just classic boy sort of thing. Yeah. And um, we started getting into a talk because he was asking me about my book, and he was like, "Oh man, you know, I was going to pick your brain about like some of the anxiety and shit that you." had in the past and I was like yeah sure like, this is you know, fine and um, it's like at the very end I said nothing weird you know I just said my experiences and he said what the fuck I can't believe like you know you, you have like you know you have felt like what I'm feeling like, I thought I was the only one I was like are you fucking kidding me like I've individually spoken with every motherfucker here about this shit like every single human being in the world you know we have to we wouldn't be alive today you know because we need to know when dangers lurk yeah, 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 it's yeah. just fucked in the modern world yeah. because we don't have to fend for ourselves as much as well, you know but it's just so like 
you know, to even to normalise something, it's like, you can't not normalise anxiety. Like, we've all had fears, you know, and it's just, that's what happens, you know? I mean, you see it even as much as, like, even in, like, the group, like, all the, those boys like Jono and, and like, we're, everybody else is, like, seeing somebody and, like, doing it, and they're, we're all, like, fucking, like, they're not... Yeah, I was pretty surprised by that, actually. Yeah, it's exactly like John Owen stuff, like feeling like high school. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I was like, it's just like, it's, yeah. So it's, it's, it's opening up that conversation. And, and normalizing it. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be a thing that's hard. So obviously, I don't talk about it because the first time you'll ask me, I was like, I was like, no, sorry, man, I'm just getting headspace. And then the second time, I was like, I said no. Like, once uh, he's getting I'll, there, just, yeah. I'll just do it, I'll just <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Yeah. All right, gang, so that was our first part with uh, Alex Deacon, the original, the original portion of the interview. And then now you, uh, you'll be treated to Tommy's interview, which happened a few months after. Enjoy. So, mate, how classic is this that there's two blokes on a podcast with a fear of public speaking? <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing well. <laughs> oh, shit. Face on fears. Yeah, exactly. Try to. <laughs> oh. So, where, where did yours come from originally? Because I don't think we've chat. I, mean, I don't know that. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Oh, we'll get pretty deep straight away. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> Take your pants off, mate. We're going to go right. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that, like, um, fear of expression definitely came from, like, my... Um, well, it probably started a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, but it started with, like, my friendship group in high school. Yes. Yeah. yeah did I talk about that? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we were having a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. paid for it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, they just... I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Because um, it's one of those things where I know for me personally, and I was telling you about this as well, Yeah, it's like you have a feeling and then it's like, oh, fuck, it's coming on. And then it's like a perpetual, yeah. you can't seem to get rid of it. It yeah. becomes like a, a like, breathing thing yeah. as well. It's like my body's just like, get the fuck out of here. I'm yeah. just, just going to cloud your mind so you can't even think. Yeah, exactly. Just get out. Just yeah. use this opportunity. Leave. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. suck. Yeah. Oh, man. For me, it's more the, for me, it's more the um, thoughts. Like, I don't necessarily get, I don't necessarily get really cloudy with it. Mm-hmm. It's more that I just get kind of... Um, I don't know. Like maybe it is a little bit of a sense of cloudiness or something, but yeah, some people talk about a public a public speaking fear or just like any sort of socialising fear, mm. and they say that you know they get these things and they just can't think about the next thing to say. Yeah, you know. But for me, it's kind of just like, oh fuck, everyone's looking. Yeah, right. You know, and e- even now I could yeah, probably focus on like the external sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't really get cloudy in a sense, you know. But I don't know. I often think about the evolutionary side of it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the cloudy thing probably makes sense because it's like, well, you know, we're going to stop you thinking about anything now to get you out of the room. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I find it's like helpful to sort of 
like thanking my body for that. Like, thank you for the warning, but oh, yeah, yeah, that's I, cool. I don't need you. Yeah. Like, right now. So, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, is that what you're doing now? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you get that with other things as well? Because I, I just imagine, like, well, because, you know, rather than going straight into it, like yeah. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're also a very, very strong individual. I just imagine if I was walking up to uh, a barbell with that much weight on, I'd be like, I'm getting cloudy right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't see. I don't really get that at all. Yeah. I, get, I get excited. Like, it's just like a way to, like, you know... I don't know, test out my strength or test out, yeah. um, you know, my mental strength as well because I know that's, like, my, um, yeah, where I'm comfortable. Like, yeah. On the, on the platform, like, that's my home. That's so. a place. That's yeah. a place. Yeah, we all got a happy place. Yeah, see, I don't get... Um, uh, I don't get nervous like up on up on stage or anything like that. Yeah, no shit. Because I'm good at lifting. Yeah, <laughs> you're not bad, mate. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just when the mic comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I remember. Um, I remember there was a time where I was doing the scoring for a CrossFit competition at my old CrossFit gym, and um, I was like, I was just like in the background the whole time. And this was just after the panic attack that I told you about. I think some of the listeners know it was like a panic attack um, that I was in front of like 25, 30 um, CrossFit members or something. And it was a thing where I don't even like to use the word the the label panic attack anymore because like cool, you know, that's right, but that was just an old thing. Yeah. But it was a thing where I'd gone out, I was real pissed from the night before, and I just hadn't looked at the board, and for some reason it came on. You can never know, there was probably a bit of coke in the system. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from, from, from Maccas. <laughs> They're doing all sorts of things now. <laughs> but um, but um, it just came about, and so I had this, like, preluding fear to talk, you know, right at that trigger point of, like, 30 seconds or so. And... Um, I was asked to, you know, give out the results to all these people. And even that, it wasn't even like a public speech, but anything where you're in front of a crowd or something. Yeah. Um, and for me, one-on-one's fine. You know, one, one to ten's fine, but it's, it's the exact same thing of when I had the last trigger. It's going to go, right, this is the exact same scenario, so here we go, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It'll just go, we're on. And I could feel it coming on, so I just started to speak really quickly. I was like, oh, my first thing, third thing, sweet. And everyone's yeah, like, right. what? <laughs> so it's ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. And someone had to take over for you, or? Yeah, it wasn't, I, I think I managed to get it out. I think, yeah. you know, and it's never as bad as what you think it is. Mm. Right, you know, right now, you're probably like, fucking hell, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're totally not, man. You're talking to a mate, you know? And I, I, for, for me, it was like the exact same thing, you know? It was just one of those things where, um, in my mind, I was like, did anyone just fucking hear what I said then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people did, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't the end, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. It was good. Nice. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we'll go back. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, so with my mates, they just, it was just like that classic boys sort of banter. Yeah. That just gets, just goes too far. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, I'm a little bit hesitant talking about it because I'm actually um, like pretty good mate, well, really good mates with definitely at least a couple of them. Yeah. I'm still like right now. Yeah. Um, but we had to go our separate ways first and sort of um, do a bit of what well, I know I definitely did a lot of like self-development yeah and I think, for sure and I think I definitely encouraged that energy within the group mm. like, when I started to hang out with them again it was mm. just it was definitely a lot different mm. 
so that's like really awesome now. But Massively. back then it was like it's like I'm nearly 27 now, and it was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was always just the butt of the joke. Yeah. Um, like any time, I was pretty much conditioned to think any time I was gonna open my mouth, I was gonna be ridiculed. Yeah. Fuck. So anytime. You know, it, I still just have that now. Yeah. It's like, I just, like, don't want to say anything stupid. I don't want to look awkward. I, you know, I don't want to be, like, that, you know, Alex the Quiet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... It makes a lot of sense. And you know what? Because, you know, I, I went to an all-boys school and I probably ha- I ha- absolutely had mates like that as well. And, you know, one, if you're pointing the finger at someone, there's three pointing back. Yeah. I can absolutely say that, you know, I was probably doing some of that stuff as well mm. just to fit in. Because yeah. I had no fucking idea who I was and what I and what it meant to, you know, try to be a good person. So yeah. I was just totally focused in what my friends were doing. Yeah. And they were probably focusing on what I was doing, mm. you know, so... It's very hard to say. I mean, that's actually fucking awesome from you to actually be like, hey, like I've just got to work on myself here and do what I need to do and find myself a little bit more, you know, at that age. Because for me, it would have been just like giving giving people shit, you know, because people, everyone was doing it. And I just didn't have, I lacked that self-awareness, you know. Um, So I guess my coping mechanism was much more centered in trying to be a sheep like everyone else yeah. as opposed to you being like hey you know and you probably wouldn't have done it explicitly you wouldn't be like you guys are all very mean yeah. I'm going to go over here and meditate <laughs> well the, th- the thing was like for the, for the first like couple of years like I would tr- I'd, tr- I'd try and give it back but I was just yeah I'm just not that witty. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I could just never come up with something that good and it always just come back on me. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah. Like, what? So that kind of mechanism didn't work. Oh, that's cool. So then after a while, like after just like talking, like my mum's a great support, so I'd like talk to my mum about it mm. and then she'd be like, oh, well, you know, you, you might need to like find a new group of friends if they're not going to be understanding. Yeah. And, um, and then it was just a slow process from there, like, um, like finding a new group of mates. And yeah. Stuff like that, so, so was it, yeah. So talk us through that slow process. Like, well, I guess when, when did you notice that it became a, a really big issue, you know? Um, uh, probably when, uh, well, okay. So like probably when we like started like using drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was just like a, um, anything I was feeling was just, it was being, like being plugged into to an amplifier, you know? Yeah. Like this, that anxiety I had was like really being brought out. Yeah. Um, and then like, so I thought that was more the problem at the time. True. Um, but it was just really, not that it wasn't, but like, mm. it was just like bringing up all the other stuff that I, that, that I pushed down. So yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then eventually like I ended up seeing like a psychotherapist mm. and, and working through it, mm. which was like being life changing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing to think that, um, I don't know. I, I look at psych, psychology and psychotherapy. I honestly don't really know the difference there. Mm. <laughs> Something psycho. Yeah. You know, it's all the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just like an absolute game changer. And I was so hesitant um, before before leading into it, you know. But mm. man, I, it's, it's so, so worthwhile to pay to have an open, an open chat, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the difference for me, so the psycho, like a psychologist will give you 
like strategies to, oh, to yeah. deal with like certain situations. Mm-hmm. Whereas the psychotherapist that I still see, it's more of a life coach now, which is cool. Like the role has changed. Yeah. Um, it's more of like, oh, I'm going to point out all these things, which I didn't really get at the time. Mm. But now I understand he was just making me self-aware. Mm. Um, mm. And then all these things are like bubbled to the surface and you just, you sort of, you have to deal with them. Yeah. Otherwise you break. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like all at the surface now. Yes. Um, and he sort of, yeah, just, um, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Gives you the tools without you really knowing. Yeah. It was, yeah. Or it like makes you aware that there are these things that you need to pick up mm-hmm. to sort it out. Yeah. yeah. So what were some of them? Um... Okay, so I so I had a girlfriend at the time, and like one of the biggest things was I was just really like um, reliant on reliant on her in just like so many different ways. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, like little ways, like didn't know how to use washing machines. <laughs> like wouldn't like. I still need it. Would never like uh, like if we were looking for like a place to rent or something, I would never be in charge of that because I just was not <laughs> that much of an adult. She was three years younger than me as well. True. And yeah, I just like couldn't handle things <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, there's no barbell associated with it. <laughs> yeah, but we. Um, I can't think of any more examples, but it all comes down to that fear of expression. I don't want, I didn't want to like express myself like in a way to like go and, um, you know, take charge of those mm. things in case I'm, I, I mucked it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things going back is that, um, because I do go cloudy, um, people take that as like, um, oh, Alex just, like, isn't capable, I'm going to take over and do things for him. So my mum would, like, massively do that for me. That makes sense. Um, which is sort of a part of the reason why I just, like, didn't know how to do what? Do, do that or, yeah, or just, yeah, do any of those things, really. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend would be the same. She, mm. she would just sort of, like, um, take over. and um, So I'd never really get the chance to... to <laughs> Yeah, learn really yeah. that way. So the biggest thing was having a conversation with my mum and saying, hey, look, um, like I know sometimes I might look sort of like a bit like hopeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just leave me to figure it out. Because totally. it's the only way I'm going to learn. Mm. Um, yeah, and so I've, I've become so much more independent mm. since then. Um, probably almost went a little bit too far the other way. Someone try and help me, I'll be like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got it. Dude, you're dying. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, so I've had to learn how, like, balance, like, uh, like, let people in. Yeah. To, like, let them help um, sometimes, but, you know, know when to to take charge and just do do things on my own, so. For sure. Do you ever get, I know with um, stutterers, they say that, you know, for for exposure therapy and, and all sorts of things, they say that, you know, if you're around someone who's a stutterer, don't try to finish their sentence for them and shit like that. Have you ever noticed that with like, if you start to get cloudy, people try to file you in? Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Yeah, mm. and I've always been not even like consciously mindful of that. Like I've always, if someone's like, I've, like I've got a friend who's got a stutter, and I'll always 
let him finish his sentence. I'll never try and like mm. um, finish it for him mm. um, because I think like I just like knew how that felt like totally. in a way. Totally. Yeah. It's funny how that. I'm really actually realizing that now as I'm saying it. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's good, and and you 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 know you take your own values with it for sure. Mm. It's like um, if someone has like a little piece of shit in their teeth or something, you want to do right by them by not making them feel embarrassed. But then at the same time, they just got a piece of shit in their teeth. Yeah. So you just got to be like. I don't know. Does that even make sense? That bizarre metaphor there. But some, I don't know. Sometimes you've got to be like, "Hey, look, get it out." Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Or in the case of the starter up, don't say anything to allow them to actually build upon that yeah, confidence. You exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you still have that sort of relationship with your mum, or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's. Um, she struggles with it because see the thing with like as in she struggles with. Um, just like letting me do stuff yeah because if she would see me anxious or upset that would trigger her anxiety uh totally yeah and so that's why she thought i gotta fix it mm. so that's where it actually all um really came from yeah all so, part of it so so yeah. she has that thing if she wants to fix it as opposed to because some people i mean people deal with anxiety in all different sorts of ways yeah some people just want to be like not today or whatever yeah you know? so she has that thing that she kind of wants to help you out a little bit there as well and, yeah yeah cool Cool. Yeah, probably, and she doesn't really help herself enough, I would say. Yeah. As well. It's sort of like that, you know, everyone's a ref- reflection of yourself. So the things that she sees me anxious probably, you know, subconsciously, subconsciously triggers her own anxiety, mm. you know, how, like, or makes her think about how she's anxious, so she tries to fix it in me, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. So, fuck. It's a perpetual spiral, Spiral, hey? Yeah. We're all, we're all just such social creatures that just want to help everyone out. Yeah. It, it ruins it. <laughs> do, do your own thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So so when did you find um, powerlifting then, man? Like, was that a, a, on the self-development path? Uh, no, not really. It, it was, so, well, I started just like going to gym when I was 15. <laughs> um, but then just specifically the sport of powerlifting, uh, in 2013, I started that. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think that's definitely a form of expression as well. Like when I, sh- I struggle with that verbal expression, um, like lifting weights is, 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 you know, expressing yourself as well. And True. so I channeled it through that. Mm. Um, yeah, and, you know, and because I was good at it, obviously, like, like stuck with it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was I'm, always good with uh, Well, because I've been strength training on my own. Yeah. Like, when I started, when I first walked into a powerlifting gym, like, I already had a 155-kilo bench, which was fairly, like, fairly good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, yeah, like a 170 squat and, like, a 220 deadlift. Man. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I'll never have those. <laughs> but you know, I can uh, I can do I can do some juggling, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all even. Yeah, yeah, we've all got our own skills. She did a lot. All right, well, we'll get we'll get back into the, the mental health stuff. I love talking about that. You know, you you and I can talk about that shit until the cows come home. Yeah. But um, what's your? Give us a bit of a rundown about who uh, Alex is and what he's uh, currently up to at the moment. Um, like with self development sort of stuff. No, or just, just, just anything, just, man. Just anything. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of it is self development stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like really into my meditation at the moment. Mm. Um, one of my friends at the start of the year started running um, like free classes. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, on like mantra style, um, mantra based meditation. Nice. So I've just been going there pretty much every Thursday morning, every week, mm. um, to just yeah learn. 
um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, because I've been to a few classes at like A-Space and stuff since then. Oh, yeah. And they're like real like beginner level stuff. Yeah. Which is like any, any, any of it is great. But like, I'm, I'm so glad that I jumped straight into like the 20 minute mm. ones because I feel like I'm on so much more of like a, um, like spiritual sort of journey because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find... <laughs> Yeah, the, the effects are so much more profound when I sit and do the 20 minute ones rather than like a guided two, three, five minute totally. Um, yeah, so I've, yeah, just been working on, um, like I've got like a, um, like a morning ritual that I do that's like really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like with like meditation and stuff like that. Got my crystals and my incense and stuff. And then I've got like a diary, started off as like a gratitude. Um, diary that I'll do at night but now I do it um, in the morning yeah and it's more just what it like writing from the heart now like mm. I'll just write three things like it could be like something that I'm grateful for or it could be just something I feel like I need to write and then I'll meditate on that afterwards yeah okay um, yeah so that so sets your intention sort of thing yeah for the meditation okay, yeah cool I love yeah. That. yeah 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 and um yeah, that's that's just been like such a big thing for me lately. Mm. So it just like really just like sets up the rest of my day. Mm. Um, like if you're training yourself to just stop, like if you get out of bed and I, and I just stop. Like mm. I'm not just like bang, okay, I gotta make breakfast, gotta have a shower, gotta, gotta go to work. Like, mm. uh, um, yeah, so that's been awesome. So yeah, man. Um, and then apart from that, just training really hard. Like I was saying before to you earlier. Um, I'm, I've got like big, big goals next year for my powerlifting. Um, I did really well at the recent nationals. Yeah, bloody earth. What were your numbers? Uh, I hit a 335 kilo squat, a 202 and a half kilo bench, and a 320 deadlift. Fucking so, oh, yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. Oh my god. Lots of chicken and broccoli, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got, got me to win. Yeah. <laughs> What's your diet like with something like that? Um, I don't know if you'd be eating all the time, wouldn't you? It's actually interesting. So lately, I've I've been I've been trying this thing called the vertical diet. Oh yeah. Which is just like lots of steak and rice and everything. I think I just wanted to change because I do have a nutritionist. Um, but after the comp, I was like, oh, you know, it's a bit of like a thing everyone's jumping on, and I was like, I'll give it a go. Okay. But I found that like that, I was eating like 1.1 kilos of rice a day, and like my body just hates carbs. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I'm just yeah. So I switched back. Like I was feeling lethargic. I put like body fat on. Yeah. And um, I went back to my nutritionist, and like after it's literally been four days. And I'm so much more mentally alert. With really high fat, high protein, only carbs around training. Like my body's tightened up. Like like it's my body's like pretty like responsive to that sort of stuff. Mm. So I'll know straight away if something's working or not. So what's so so the vertical diet is that something like a ketogenic diet? No, definitely not. It's keto is so, just fat, is it? Yeah. So oh, this, this guy's Stan Efforting. Um, it's just, it's just like, it, I don't really know that much about like diets and stuff, so yeah. I can't really tell you, but it's like, do you know like FODMAP or something? Yeah, I know FODMAP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much that. Oh, okay. Yep. In terms of like, um, like eliminating foods for like, like gut health and digestion and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's basically heaps of steak and rice and like oranges. 
Oh, really? No shit. And so like, you can have and like capsicum and there's um, and like you could have like two carrots a day. It's oh, like yeah. this like really specific stuff. Right. Two um, carrots a day. That's interesting. Yeah. Like because, because the the horizontal part is the micronutrients. Yes. They have like really specific amounts of of these foods to fill your micronutrient goals, and then the macronutrients is the um, vertical diet. Oh, okay. The vertical part. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it, that wasn't working for me. Yes. So yeah, I'm back on like high fat, high protein. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I feel so much better on. Mm. It's amazing how quickly that stuff works. Mm. I, I literally just started doing the same thing about probably three, four days ago. Mm. I found out that, well, I, didn't, I came to the conclusion that carbohydrates, because I, I can get easily inflamed. Like I had yeah. allergies as a kid, you know, mm. asthma yeah. from, I never had exercise induced asthma, which is mm. hilarious. Like, I, I, I was, look, this could be a, a huge bro science thing to say, but exercise is good for you. So don't let asthma get in the way. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, had all these allergies, um, allergic nuts, all this sort of stuff. And then yeah. this year, um, bit of that exposure sort of stuff, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to get rid of all of my crutches, stop taking all my medications, mm-hmm. all my asthma, all my, you know, nasal sprays and all that sort of stuff. Um, it threw me right into the deep end. So I was, you know, swelling up all the time, hives, breaking out. So there must, there's just something I was eating. I swear to God it was, you know. Mm. And recently I've just cut out the carbohydrates, you know. I had a, I had a big day yesterday. Um, wait, what's today? Tuesday. Sunday. Had a big, um, big cake day. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, even just from slowly getting this process of just lots and lots of fat, sunflower seeds, cheese seeds um, you know coconut milk all that sort of stuff and yeah. then just just um, just uh, high protein as well mm-hmm. you feel amazing yeah You're fucking incredible yeah awesome. mental alertness is like the biggest thing for me with that mm. kind of fat yeah but it doesn't make sense to me because I'm assuming that we would have eaten a lot of carbohydrates when we were I don't know a lot, a lot of people sort of think about, you know, how were we as hunter-gatherers and stuff. Yeah. But then, how, but then how mentally alert were we? Like, true. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, so you mentioned before that you, you've been doing, your meditation's been more centred around spirituality and all that sort of stuff. Could you just describe what that difference is? So how, how would you look at it from a spiritual sense as opposed to just like a guided self-development sort of thing? Yeah. So I guess I'm not really using meditation to like I'm not really feeling that anxious or anything throughout the day Mm. like I'm not doing it to deal with like a stressful workload um like I'm really lucky with the hours that I work and the job like I have like my dream job basically Mm. um so I'm using it to sort of go further I guess mm. and I actually don't really know what that even means yeah, yeah. But it's a big like, sexual conversation then yeah yeah <laughs> <It's a> spiritual <laughs> practice yeah I'm, I don't know I'm sort of just I don't know I'm just like like once or sometimes twice a day for 20 minutes I'm just I'm just grounding myself and um I feel like I'm just peeling back layers mm. on myself when I do it. Mm. And I'm just like uncovering who's actually under there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I'm not doing it to just, yeah, as I was saying before, just to like deal with like a stressful sort of work. Like I'm trying to just like, like get deeper with it, like explore my inner world. Totally. I guess. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And what, like, what are you finding? Um, I'm finding that, well, cause yeah, I guess all the stuff that's on top of all these condition responses that I was talking about before, like to do with like expression and stuff like that. I'm finding like I'm so much more confident mm-hmm. um, talking in front of like small groups and stuff like that at work. 
because um, I'm a powerlifting coach mm. so and we've got like a beginners course uh, which has like small group classes and I'm just so much more confident and like just like so much more expressive mm. um, than I ever have been when I'm talking um, which is awesome like it's like I'm just like so aware of that when I'm doing it as well yeah and I'm just like so grateful for that mm. that you know I'm like because it's been me that I, you know, I've done this sort of thing. That's it. Um, and like I've done all the work, and like I'm really at a stage now where I'm like really happy with 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 where I'm at, but like still want to keep going. You know? Of course, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. So it's awesome. It's yeah. so good. It's uh, is it uh, is it literally not the best feeling? You know, better than MDMA. Yeah. <laughs> the best feeling when you you've got a genuine situation that's freaking you out. And just go against it. And then when it, when it's done, like even you get to, I feel like you get to that point where you know you've beaten it. Yeah. You know, so for me, with public speaking again as well, I'll be doing a presentation or I'll be doing a speech. Yeah. I'll feel it coming on. There'll be like that 30 second to two minute interval where I'll be like, oh fuck, this is going to go two ways. Yeah. yeah. But then you beat it and you're like, man. I really don't want them to stop me from being up here right now. Yeah. It's happening. you're just, yeah, you're just so proud of yourself. Yeah. It's so nice to just, like, feel, like, genuinely, like, proud of your efforts. 100%. Because yeah, a lot of people, like, don't, you know. Well, no, a lot of people don't even recognise, I believe, a lot of people don't even recognise that it's something that they'll be o- able to overcome. Mm. It's a thing of just, oh, yeah, and by the way, I've got a fear of public speaking. Yeah. It's like, well... Yeah, and that's just me now. Yeah. That's just part of me. Exactly. The thing is... The fear is very perpetual. It's very spiraling and it can overlap and integrate into other facets of life. And if there's a system or a circumstance or an experience that makes you very fearful, it's going to start to find other little things just like that, you know, that, 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 that is going to scare you as well. You know, even for you, just as a growing up and, you know, being the butt of a joke. And then podcasting has a bit of a fear factor to it as well. Yeah. Like if you didn't face this fear or if you didn't do all the self-development work, it's going to start to build into other things. And, yeah. and then, then you're fucking left to just your own bedroom, you know, which yeah. is the worst extreme. Yeah. Which I'm sure we've both been there before. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. So what about the, um, so you, you, you run courses and things at powerlifting as well? Uh, yeah, so a, be- a beginner program, which is, I call it my gift. Yeah. Because that's my opportunity. Because I could easily just sort of get up there and just run through it and sort of, um, like I was talking to a friend about it, like, like how so I've got my whiteboard and when I first started doing it I was like everyone's here and I'm like oh yep so this and that yeah, and, I'm yeah. like, and I'm not even looking at them yeah and then I'm like alright everyone gets started and then I'll correct one on one as we go Um, but then I was like okay this is like an awesome opportunity to like really practice my yeah skills here um, or to like improve like on my uh, like not social skills but like just coaching skills mm. whatever um, so I really I started doing things like introducing myself asking other people's names mm. um just like practicing looking everyone in the eye like yeah. when I'm speaking and yeah. like like spend like a good amount of time instructing, making sure everyone's, you know, I've got everyone's attention mm. um, and just really u- utilizing that time. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it's funny because probably the first, so the eight week programs and probably the first three, I'll shit myself. Yeah. And the last few is when I've really, really um, used it and mm. I'm just so much more confident now 
Um, I've learned more about my own lifting, mm. for sure, um, because of like I'm teaching things at the basic, like at the base level. Yes. And then you realise, oh shit, I'm not even doing that. Yeah. Like, you think of like the effect that that's going to have in your own lifting if you affect something down here. One hundred percent. You know, rather than tweaking little like you know little toe pressure in the squat or something. Yes. Like, you know. Um, little toe pressure is that? A th- that's the thing. Really? Yeah, for what sure. Fuck. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a big thing for me, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's been awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The basics program has been, yeah, so good for me. Mm. Yeah. It's great as well. And you know, a lot of ninety nine percent of people, probably now a little bit more because you've been on a podcast talking about it, but ninety nine point nine percent of people would have no idea that you this is a fearful thing or this is like a, a personal development thing for you. You know, they just see Alex up there, massive as fuck and they just be like oh okay but he's just done this a million times you know mm. but it's such a good little win for you you yeah. just go home with a bit more of a you know spring in your step yeah mm. yeah like I'll, the things that I feel the best about is I walk away and I think oh, I spoke so clearly then mm. like, because I, I would usually mumble mm. um, because I'm trying to you know keep my voice down yeah I don't want to be heard um, so yeah those are like those little wins for me mm. yeah and what about the so do you well I'll get back onto that but I just can't get this question out of my head we started talking about it um, a couple months ago when we caught up we started talking about crystals right Mm -hmm. because I just still want to talk about the spirituality thing what does that mean to you because we got we got crystals right here and for me it's like a good little thing of of energy nice energy in the house and each sort of rock has its own representation and different forms of energy but yeah do you you hold it in things when you meditate yeah I've I've done a few different things so I, I have like five that are like my favorites mm. and I have a few other ones like bigger ones that sort of just like sit around my room and like I know the meanings of them and everything mm. like I, I didn't just go just pick them yeah that's um, wrong yeah yeah that'll do yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah the five I've got like five like tumblers that, that I really like and um I've actually got like uh like a bunch of it's like a like Oh, and I, don't ask me what they are because I actually can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But they're written up on my whiteboard at home. Yeah. Um, and they're like, because I was like, okay, I need to like put more purpose into like having these crystals. Mm. So I looked up, I researched all like the the meanings of them mm. and like what they're supposed to do and everything. And then I picked a bunch of the ones like collectively from all five that I um, oh, nice. really wanted to work on. Yeah. And I've got them on my board. Mm. Um, just like things like reaching like a higher state of consciousness, mm. um, uh, set, like staying attuned to your purpose, mm. um, yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah. So, and do yeah. you do you find that they really they really help? Oh, I think it's just like having them there, and, and because I've got that purpose now, and they're and they're written on my board. Mm. Um, I've got them. It's like a reminder. Mm. Like they're sitting there, and I'm like, okay, that, like this is this is what I'm working on now. Mm. Um, yeah, I find they help in that way. Yeah, and they just—I don't know what it is. They just give a good feel. Like totally. when I walk into my room and I see my crystals there, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just like, yeah, I'm totally with you, man. Yeah. I, I don't feel. I actually don't know the because some people are so. But again, like people are for against anything, you know. It's like, yeah. oh, that's a bit too woo woo. What do you mean, man? Like it's meditation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah, you don't have to like get into mm. it like that. Like, there's nothing wrong with like using those, you know, little guided ones to like do. Like, if you do have a like stressful workload, like there's like, you know, nothing wrong with doing it that way. Mm. But this is just 
what feels right for me. So. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, and even, you know, you can never underestimate the power of the placebo, you know, mm-hmm. and even just walking into a space that, so, the, you know, this is outside of trying to make it a meditation room, but basically it's just a room with a couple of rocks in it. Yeah. <laughs> but even because those, those, those crystals are there with the two little Buddhas, um, I don't know if we can get that in the camera, but anyway, um, you walk into the space and it just feels, it reminds you of, you know, the purpose of the room. Yeah. Um, you know, you walk in, you're like, oh, cool, like, this is a quieter space, very ironic, but uh, it just feels a bit more correct, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And um, I think it's just, like, one of those, like, conditioned response things as well, like, every time you step in here, like, like that's how you feel, um, and then that's going to, um, like, help you, like, with your, with your meditation from there. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, I always burn the same incense just mm. when I meditate because as soon as I smell it, it sort of trains my brain to go, okay, like this is time to switch off now yeah yeah it's time to let go yeah exactly so what, what's that incense uh, it's called werewolf's blood oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like extracted from you <laughs> yeah I got it I got it from there's like a crystal place at the end of my street you get pretty woo woo mate yeah and like yeah I was like to the lady I was like what's your favorite your favorite uh, incense and she sort of just like went a little bit like oh, well it's actually like it's got a weird name yeah but it's this one and I was like oh, okay yeah. that's fucking sick so, that's so good yeah. so what's that then? Is it just like, is it the smell of it? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Makes you want to kind of kill a whale off of it. There's no such thing, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah. So what about your... Um, so your public speaking... Would you call it a public speaking fear? Or is it a fear of expression? Fear of expression. Expression. Yeah. So it doesn't matter Public speaking is just the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, does it, so that's it, why this this was so hard for me. Because this isn't really public speaking. Totally. Like, just talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a fear of expression. Totally. For sure. Yeah. Does that, does that um, get compounded upon how many people you're expressing to? Hmm... <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 For sure. It's very similar with me. I mean, I don't. I mean, I can. I don't really have a fear with the expression side of things, but it's definitely a thing. If once I start speaking to more than sort of 20, 30, 40 people, it's like, oh, okay, this is. Yeah. There's a fair few people here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Yeah. You know, it's the, the hardest thing as well with with fears is that you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to get better at it than just to do it. You yeah. Know? Exactly. But it's also the most. Um, it's the most empowering thing you know mm. and you have any other ways that you're kind of like trying to build upon that thing you mentioned you did a podcast a week ago or something yeah a couple of weeks ago yeah, mm. I, did, yeah I did a podcast with a mate and um yeah so I did that yeah, it's good. yeah so that was good I got that same sort of trigger a little bit earlier um, sorry a little bit later in than today yeah um yeah, but I was able to overcome it and mm. sort, of, sort of push through and, and use the use my tools to um, yeah to push through. Yeah, so what are the tools? What yeah, the tools? so what we were talking about before with yeah. the um, the like like thanking my body for um, for like warning me, mm. but you know like it's fine, like I don't need you right now. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That helps a lot for me as well. Mm. And. Um, 
it's tough when you're doing it like in the moment as well because you're just like I'm trying to talk and have a conversation here as well but I'm also trying to have a conversation with me yeah exactly what's going on yeah I know yeah I guess I'm not like saying those exact things in my head but I'm you look like, crazy it's, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's a yeah it's just like definitely like it's it's a thought so for sure yeah yeah. yeah. oh man it's awesome I appreciate you for sharing that dude it's good really yeah, good it's really you. empowering as well for um, I mean this is exactly what this podcast is all about you know there are so many similarities with you know what you um Oh, I don't, I don't want to say struggle with, but what your kind of like shortcomings are that you want to build upon, weaknesses, you know, yeah. as with me as well. Um, that's like that's why when we had that um, when you came on Adventure Fit, yeah. I was like so keen to have a chat with you, even just one on one, you know, because I was just fucking, I was like, dude, this guy's like 100 percent on my level with what I'm trying to do as well. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what what I wanted to do with this show, and I still want to get into the powerlifting stuff as well, man. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of if you could just talk us through because I guess some of the listeners in fact you know what I'll probably run a little bit of that previous show and then I'll talk about it in the intro as well mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah we did it we did we tried to do a show together yep. um, a couple of months ago mm-hmm. um, on Adventure Fit yep. it was probably mostly due to the song but of all jokes there mate. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah take us through your mind with what was going on um, with, with that podcast and um, in the lead up to it and yeah well I was actually in a really really good mental state leading into that Mm. Um, and, and it was like, okay, like when Bill asked me to come on it, I was like, yes, like next challenge, I'm going to take that on, I'm going to kill it. Yeah. I'm going to throw Bill over the fucking side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I just going into it, like I just like had that building uh, like anxiety, especially because I knew it was going to be filmed. Totally. I think like being filmed is like. Yeah. It's there, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I had that building anxiety, but I wasn't acknowledging it really. Mm. I was just like, no, it's cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. And then, yeah, like, then when I sort of went up, like, into, like, the lobby area and then saw, or out into the balcony, sorry, and then, like, saw, like, the camera yeah. and thing. And then <laughs> I'm just like, oh, fuck now. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and then, like, and then, um, and, yeah, and then when you did your tribute thing, because cause it was, like... When the spotlight is on me, that's where I'm just like, oh, and because like yeah. you're just like singing this song about me, and I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking dying, I'm dying. I'm like, don't talk to me first. And then you guys did a quick little like joke, like intro for Hamish, and then went straight to me and asked me to like introduce myself, and it just it was like. Yeah. It's like game over. Yeah. And I didn't have I didn't have the tools yeah. at that time to, to overcome that. Yeah. So but it was something that needed to happen for sure mm. because um like I wouldn't be here now if I didn't if that sort of didn't happen and well like that happened and then I afterwards I thought, okay, I need to deal with this mm. and then, you know, like come up with some tools to, to deal with it. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have been able to go on, you know, my mate's podcast or come back on to this to this one. Yeah. Um yeah. That's so, awesome man. Yeah. So it's, that's how I like to flip my perspective on that. I don't really judge myself for being like, oh fuck you idiot. Like you looked you know, you fucked that up. Yeah. I was like, okay, that needed to happen. So like what can I learn from this and mm. take, take it on to the you know forward mm. it's that, that I think that is such a good takeaway for you know for, for our listeners for, for, for the Mind Mate podcast as well it's like it's the hardest thing in the world 
at that time or maybe just after that time as well but you just don't judge yourself you know because mm-hmm. we've all that that's happened to everyone a billion times you know yeah. and just that that's the perfect way to do it like flip the perspective and be like okay clearly defined weakness 101 right now you know but yeah. hey great opportunity for you to now maybe start a public speaking club or you know if it's not talking if it's you know um, tight spaces or something like I don't yeah. know build a cubby house I don't yeah. know do yeah. something where it's just you know because more often than not those sorts of fears at least speaking anecdotally those sorts of fears are the things that you know you wish you didn't have because you really like to do them you know yeah. I, I mean I love the idea of standing in front of a crowd and making everyone laugh and you know just having a really engaging experience with an audience and yeah I, I'm sure you'd be the same with with your expression and that sort of stuff yeah yeah well I like love talking about like like lifting and programming and just like anything to do with powerlifting yeah so yeah and obviously you know like I need to be able to like speak to totally. do that so yeah 100% yeah so did you get did you get any of those feelings after it so like, did you feel like a bit of a thing I were you able to flip the switch pretty well into positivity oh uh yeah it like it, well it definitely helps like just like turning everything off and having a chat with you guys afterwards that was cool. I was a little bit down like afterwards yeah um but then I yeah I flip it pretty quickly yeah that's yeah. good that's power that's probably yeah. something that I wish I could have done back then that's been that's been one of the biggest things with my uh, with my um, with my counsellor as well oh yeah just just learning how to change your perspective mm. on things like constantly mm. you know nothing none of these things actually exist like whether the one thing or the other like you know you could feel like I, I felt down about that and then I flipped my perspective and suddenly I felt positive about that yeah like, which one was real Totally, none of it. Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah. It's a scary. That's a scary, scary road, man. Yeah. You start thinking about the fact that you know there are all different forms of reality based on perspective, and yeah, I've actually so I had change your perspective written up on my whiteboard. I have a bunch of like different things that I think are helpful, mm-hmm. but I recently changed it to choose your perspective. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good because like you can, you totally can. Yeah, yeah. Does that help in the training sense as well? Yeah. Like, does it help when you're? I don't know. I'm sure you would come to. A training session feeling flat yeah you know are you able to switch that uh well it'll more help with say if i have like like a bad session um like i like say if i miss a lift or it's or like things were just um feeling shit or whatever mm. i'll be like okay what can i let's flip it what can i learn from this like you know like my you know my body's not you know functioning you know as a system properly like mm-hmm. what's like where can I identify the weakness and then when I identify that I'm like oh cool that was awesome like now oh, yeah. now I'm going to be able to move forward and be even stronger from that mm-hmm. even though that one session was, was shit I like take it as a opportunity to, to learn mm-hmm. and get better man that, that would have to be a very very good tool in your wheelhouse mm-hmm. how much has that train changed your uh, athletic performance yeah, well, it's hugely. Yeah, yeah, especially like on um, on comp day using this this sort of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, because because that's because that was the thing. Like I have like really good training uh, preparations. Um, but then I'd get to comp day and that fear of expression would come in, not really on the platform, but just socially, like being in a room full of powerlifters and everything. And I was so taken away by that. Yeah. Um, 
So just like learning how to, I guess, so this is probably more like the meditation, like bringing it back sort of thing rather yeah. than flipping your perspective. Um, but like to me, that all that stuff is yeah, it's, all, it's, it's all like tied in for me. Totally. Um, yeah, just like learning how to bring it back and like be the observer and stuff yeah. like that. So, and I guess with in terms of like on comp day with flipping your perspective, like I would always, I'm always like judging like how people are like, like looking at me or like, you know, just like the, like the, uh, or not looking at me, but just like the conversations I'm having with people. And then I would sort of flip it and think, well, actually they're probably feeling like it's pretty common for like powerlifters to feel like pretty like, you know, have that social awkwardness. Yeah. Um, like a lot of us get into it for like the same sort of reason. Oh, really? So I, I'm, I'm reading like their, like how closed off they are as like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. As, mm. But then I flip it and I'm like, actually, they're probably just like feeling just the same as me. 100%. We're all so insecure all the time. Yeah. You know? We yeah, all just yeah, want to survive. Yeah. We all just want to fucking eat and survive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we're just like freaking out about how we can get those those things. You yeah. know? That's funny, man. The first time I met you was at the powerlifting comp um, at uh, the Melbourne Exhibition Centre. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, fuck these guys be. And I was like, hey, bro, like, how's it going? We had like a friendly chat. But I was like, I remember having a thought of like, Man, if I say the wrong things, they're gonna be the fuck. <laughs> like, obviously not as yeah, in, like yeah, you genuinely yeah. would. Yeah. But I remember, like, it's funny you have that thing. You have on on your side. It's kind of like shit. You know, do I look closed off right now? Yada yada yada. And on my side, I'm like, this guy's a hell of a lot bigger than I am. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just classic insecurities. Yeah, it's hilarious. Sure. Yeah, I probably should work on my rig a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, okay, so let's move on to the powerlifting stuff, man, because this is just equally fascinating for me, you know. Um, we spoke to um, Eddie... Ed Cohen. Ed Cohen, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> He's going to hate me for you. Yeah, exactly. that. Greatest of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. George W. <laughs> that's just Roll Merck. Oh, God, that's yeah. just shocking. Yeah. Ed Cohen. We spoke to Ed Cohen um, on that day, actually, I think, the day that I met you. And he spoke about the fact that, like, his greatest, I guess, he, what he used that really changed his training up the most was he would spend a whole summer just um, focusing on, like, a specific accessory or he would just do accessory-based training. If he had a weakness, he would do, like, a you know, heavy ads deadlift and he, he would look back on it and speak to his coach and maybe it was his lower back that was the weaker part and then he would just pump the shit out of his lower back and then yeah. eventually he would just keep building. Um, what, what's something that you do for to... Because I, I imagine that you would reach a plateau of strength and then it would just be very, very hard to overcome that. What, what's your what's your take on that? Yeah, so it's all about being like technically proficient like at that level. That's the thing. Like if you have good programming, uh, like well-structured programming, like well thought out, the only thing standing in your way there is like is technique, in my opinion. Um, like if you know if you're working hard and you're eating properly, all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's how I'm identifying my weaknesses. So I think yeah, Ed, I listened to that podcast. Yeah, and he was sort of saying that he sort of tight, and I've listened to a bunch of stuff from Ed Collins. Mm. And he sort of targets his weaknesses through different exercises, whereas I will target my weaknesses and sort of try and just improve the movement. Yep. So I might, so say, um, I've got like whatever sort of weakness, like in my squat, I will, 
I'll sort of like rather than doing like a front squat or some sort of variant to help with that, mm. I'll I'll just try and like improve the actual movement of my squat. Like whether it's like okay. whether I'm, I'm going into like an anterior pelvic tilt. Yeah. Like I'll try and improve my bracing. Like I'll just actually just try and squat better. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you have to you 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 have to like scale it back and yeah work on those things and maybe like do a few like activation drills to sort of just like like improve like your uh, proprioceptiveness to, of course. to that area yeah yeah okay so run us through like a, a typical session then like how long was so you, you, you're not training today you train today yeah I'll train a bit later yeah a little bit okay yeah. so including all of the you know proprioceptiveness the warm ups the drills and, and then you know the actual session itself you know what does that look like for you um, yeah so first thing I do um, yeah so I start with like my like some mobility um, sort of stuff I always start with um, like extension stuff for the spine okay because like even like look at me now yeah like like, uh, like flexing forward totally. like I do all like a bunch of like cervical stuff mm. um, <clears throat> yeah like all through my thoracic lumbar just like taking everything into extension mm. um and then I sort of build from there, like do mostly just like like core and, and glute like activation stuff. Yeah. Um, any other stuff, like any other activation um, drills I might do, like will be dependent on like if something's not feeling that great that day, mm. I'll be like, okay, if something's lacking here, okay, I'll do that. Mm. But the other stuff, like the core and the glute stuff are like staples. Okay. Um, and then that'll take about 20 minutes and then I'll get into my session. Sessions usually take around two hours. Um, and it depends what on phase, what phase of training. I mean, like usually it'll be like uh, either a squat day or a bench day or a deadlift day. Mm. But recently, because I've just come out of um, a comp, mm. I'm doing fairly like non, uh, non-specific non sort of training. Um, so like I'll do my bench with like my feet up in the air and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Um, and um, working on conditioning as well. So like manipulating like the rest times. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So like yesterday I did like pause squats, um, like bench press and like deficit conventional deadlifts. Yeah. And then I do it on the uh huh? No, <laughs> no. Oh no, I do. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times a week. Yeah. I've got to do like arms and shoulders. Good. And stuff like yeah. That. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> you look good, back to <laughs> For sure. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that was my training day yesterday. And then so I, I've my coach. So I've got a coach. So he gives me like a percentage to work with mm-hmm. of my one rep max. Mm-hmm. And then he'll give me a total amount of reps to hit. And then he'll say, okay, you got to hit 24 reps at 70% in sets of three to six with uh, 90 seconds of rest in between. Okay. So that's like my conditioning um, sort of stuff at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And when does that come into play? Is that just after a competition? Yeah. I'm assuming uh, that you want to focus on strength in the lead up or something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, so the further out from competition you are, um, the more um, non-specific training you'll do. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, the powerlifting is like the squat, the bench press and the deadlift. Mm-hmm. Um, so non-specific training will just be like different variants of those lifts like yeah. I'll do like a, like a high bar squat and like a front squat and um, yeah a conventional deadlift instead of sumo deadlift mm. uh, yeah that's cool man yeah and, and then it just sort of like all sort of like tapers in as, as, as we get closer to the comp like the weights get heavier the reps get lower mm. Uh, yeah. And so, where do you stand? Like, you know, how competitive are you, and what what are your goals um, for for the next couple of months? 
Um, I'm number 10 in the world. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. I knew, I knew that. Yeah. So just, just making everyone sure. Thanks for bringing it up, though. Yeah. I don't mind saying that. For sure. For sure, dude. Express yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah, so number two in Australia, though. So, yeah, we've got Pat Morrison, who's number one, mm. who's just like a fucking gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my goal is to win the Arnold Classic mm. in March, which is like an extremely uh, competitive comp. Mm. Last couple of years doing the Arnold Classic, um, well, it's just the timing of the year. Like, it's, so it's in March. Yeah. And leading up to that, like, I've gone to, like, Strawberry Fields Festival, <laughs> Rainbow, Rainbow Surf. <laughs> like, Spirituality. I have, yeah, 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 yeah. Exploring my, my consciousness. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, like, five days straight. Bring your crystals. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... That's not great for the body. <laughs> True. Yeah. So now, but I, I've just been making that switch this year to like, so I, I didn't do that well at the Arms this year. And my coach sort of said to me, he's just like, look, if you actually want to be good, you got to stop fucking around. Like I, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to have this balance between like, I've got all these friends who like DJs and stuff and they're like into partying and like, it's so refreshing to go hang out with that. For sure. Because it's so different. Um, but like, I really want this now. Mm. Like, I really, I really want to be the best. Mm. So, and you can see it in the way you talk, man. Yeah, it's good. So I'm just trying to make all those like little decisions, um, like you know, that will like help, help like lead to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to Strawberry Fields. Oh no, Rainbow this year. Consciousness so. will be coming down. Oh, no, no. <laughs> You're gonna have to meditate twice a day now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's so that's yeah, that's what I feel like I have to do to to win this comp, and it's mm. going to be super competitive mm. as well. Um, people always drop out, but the people that are on the list or that I've heard are coming uh, at the moment. Like I think like the number two 90 kilo lifter in the world is coming. So yeah, so that's your weight categories. Ah, uh, so for the Arnold Classic, they have slightly different um, categories. So it's yeah. under 80s, under 95s, which is mine, yeah. and then 110. 125 and then super heavy. Yeah. But usually in powerlifting, there's like under 56, 60, 67, half, 75, and yeah, just goes yeah. on and on, on and on, like all the way up. Mm. Um, so they're trying to, because uh, the competition is so watered down. Mm. So they're trying to like increase the level of competition by having less weight class. That makes sense, yeah. And so the Arnold Classic is a competitive competition yes. as well. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have thought that. It's, it's the most competitive competition. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. So do you have a in, world in or a. Um, yeah, so the, the federation I compete in usually, GPC, we do have a Worlds, but the competition is so good in Australia, there's just no, like no one, because it's not a professional sport, yeah. the best aren't going to Worlds. Like it's in Hungary this year. Yeah. It's probably just going to be a bunch of Hungarians. <laughs> True. And like, you know, neighbouring countries. Hungary, Hungarians, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, I, that's just not something I would even think of doing. Mm. And it'd be cool because uh, I assume, I, I imagine that Arnie be there and... Yeah, yeah, Arnie's always there. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Beat it for him. Huh? That'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Great, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Diz, uh, I'm pretty happy with that. That was yeah, awesome, man. I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, dude, I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was so good. We'll have to get you back on the show again, man. Um, as always, love it. We can go into all different sorts of things for sure. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, 
Oh, just my just my Instagram, I guess. Mm. Alex, Alex Deacon, D E K E N P L. Definitely. Um, I and my gym, PTC South Melbourne. Mm. So, for sure. You guys do a lot of good stuff down there, and you know, if you got a lot of our listeners are in Melbourne as well, so if you guys are ever interested in, um, you know, getting into powerlifting as well, which is something that I'd love to get into, um, you know, you can head down there, and you guys do one on ones and PTs and things. Yeah, we have heaps of different options. So yeah, yeah, awesome, yeah. dude. Cool. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, man. Awesome. Yeah. And that's a wrap. All right, guys, if you enjoyed that show, please subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at AdventureFit Travel on YouTube. Um, don't forget to head to the show notes if you want anything from this show. They can be found at www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash radio. And also head to trueprotein.com, uh, sorry, trueprotein.com.au, use the code ADVF for 10% off. And adventurefittravel.com, use the code radio for 10% off there also. All right, guys, I'll see you next week.